0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal Jemaah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mufti Hassan Ali Suleiman, how are you keeping? How's the weather there in Pakistan? It's been a long time since we spoke.
1: Yeah, it's continuing to change. Um, It started to get a little warmer. The last couple of days, though, went back to being uh, chilly. And we expect uh, rain. um, And in some parts of Pakistan, some
0: snow. Mm. Uh, by this weekend, what? so uh, it's changing. What's the date there in Pakistan? Islamic date. Are you people following Saudis moon sighting, or how does it work there?
1: No, we are. Uh, we do our own moon sighting, and we uh, <laughs> we <laughs> fight about it every month, <laughs> especially uh on the special months. Mm. Uh, we fight about it. There's one group of uh, Patans, um in KP. Uh, they they always follow Saudi. They go against the government. Okay. Uh, but now there's this new election, uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen uh, this year.
0: Hmm. So we'll see what happens. Okay, so... But today is Wednesday. Uh, so today is the 17th. 17th, so... The 17th of Sabah, yes. Okay, so it, it's basically um, the same as South Africa. Okay,
1: I think um, well, most of the world is, is on the same page uh, this month, I think.
0: No, uh, because I know Canada, a few other places, I'm not sure about America, but Saudi definitely, they are one day ahead. So for them, today will be the 18th of Shaban. So nonetheless, um, maybe it will eventually, if we spot the moon on the same time, uh, during the same period basically, then probably it will end up the same but Allah knows best for your analysis on certain events that take place especially the burning issues um, anything you want to share with us first Um,
1: it seems like uh, again only they are the people who are actually there are the ones that are suffering and the ones that are um, calling on Allah and this is in the forefront of their mind Um, there's there's almost no talk at all here in Pakistan Mm. um about it, about the uh, Philistines, especially since the election. Okay. Uh, we had elections on the 8th, okay, of this month, and um, a lot of rigging, cheating, and, and what have you, and and that's taken um, what little attention we have for the uh, Philistines, it's just taken away from it.
0: Mm. And um, with regards to the elections there in Pakistan, you said it's taking place at the end of this year so
1: no it, it took place already we had it in uh, the election was on the 8th of February in America in America it will be in November but we we had ours in uh, uh, February 8th
0: yes so, really so who you voted for uh, no, no no no
1: no please please <laughs> 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 don't, don't insult
0: me like that <laughs> No, I have to ask it so the uh, listeners know exactly that you didn't vote. So, I can't just oh, yeah. assume it. So then, it makes it more clear.
1: Okay, you you, you can assume, With me, you can assume it. <laughs> I give you permission. <laughs> I, I don't vote... I'm an American and I don't vote in the American election. Mm. So, you know I'm not going to vote over here. Mm. Um, in Pakistan. Mm. Uh, but... Uh, uh, i when I was living in, in another place um m was in power at that time and um they they took my uh my information and um i think they made a card for me a voting card and people using my name and and everything to vote for their candidate mm-hmm. that's how uh obvious and open the cheating was. Mm. Um, a couple of years ago, a woman got caught with like 300 different uh, identity cards, and she was going from polling place to polling place, you know, voting under different names uh, for the same uh, NQM candidate. So we they, they mastered the art of uh, of uh, democracy here in, in Pakistan. Mm. Democracy just means cheating and rigging and, and what have
0: and um, currently I'm seeing just this morning I was seeing and maybe you can maybe uh, give us some more of your insight on this that um, Joe Biden says that uh, he wants to now break away from funding the Israeli war and UNRWA U-N-R-W-A he is, you know, the organization he says we want to break away from funding you know playing a part so that they fund israel so but then later you see he's also trying to protect israel's right to defend um, themselves from palestine so you could see already it's got this because elections is coming in of the year and he's facing a might a major embarrassment wherever he walks because of what his own crimes and we don't say muslims are going out to march we are seeing a lot of non-Muslims, San Francisco, New York, everywhere. It's just they are really hum- they are really humiliating this Biden Joe genocide, if you want to call him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but he he knows he has to say something as the election is getting closer, and the uh, there's a primary that's being held in Michigan. Um, maybe today or so. And um, there are a lot of Arabs uh, and a lot of Muslims in Michigan, and they they said that they're not going to support Biden like they did four years ago unless he does something. So, yeah, he has to say something. Uh, What he said is pretty close to what Bernie Sanders has said, Mm. who's also a Democrat, and he's Jewish, uh, (laughs) the senator. uh, uh, again, the first thing he says is that uh, that um, Israel has the right to defend itself, even though it's the occupier. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, but uh, the America should not send any more money until they guarantees that uh, innocent people are are not being slaughtered. Which, which sounds nice. So Biden has pretty much said the same thing, uh, but it means really nothing. Uh, um, they've already submitted a a, a peace uh, a ceasefire proposal to uh, to Hamas and Hamas is looking it over. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but we we, we <laughs> although we're not we're not be uh, occupied we're being occupied. Uh, seems like Hamas has the upper hand now. Yeah, and they can pick and see what they want to do.
0: Exactly, they're, they're calling the to
1: shots. Mm. Enough for that because we're not helping a bit. Fifty-something uh, Muslim countries, we haven't sent—we uh, haven't sent anything. One plane, one bomb, one nothing. Mm. We've done nothing mm. but talk. Exactly. We, we talk the talk, but we can't walk the talk. Mm. We're supposed to back it up. Uh, yes. And Europe is the same way. Europe mm. is talking tough, but they're not doing anything. Everybody's just, you know, leaving. Uh, leaving our brothers and sisters and children, you know, to fend for themselves. Hmm. But uh, Allah knows best. Allah
0: knows best. Last week we had one person, he came on and we interviewed him. So I I asked him this question a few times, but he was more on the apologetic approach. When I asked him, why is the Arabs, why can't they do anything? Why can't they say anything? So he said, no, they, are, they, are, they have to play it uh, d- diplomatically because if they don't, they are going to be struggling and they want to use a proper approach because last time when it was, the, I think it was during the 1960s and 1967, if I'm not mistaken. So after that had taken place and it was pretty brutal. So they don't want to go down that road. So they're trying to make it to play the safe game and so that they can also assist later. All of these are just excuses for the, okay. for, for sitting back and not being able to do so. But Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said it, Wa ilu arab that woe be to the Arabs. And this is what they're okay. doing, exactly this.
1: Yeah, I know, am saying that, that, you know, um wa yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're in love with the dunya and, and we hate death. This is the problem mm-hmm. um, whenever the as long as the prophet started in alive, and and the first thirty years of the uh in Ra okay every every war we fought, we were in a minority exactly uh, there was no hesitation, mm-hmm. okay you know Khalid bin Walid, what i telling them. Mm-hmm. The Romans. listen, I got people behind me that love death more than you love life, okay? More than you love life, okay? We don't have people like that. Mm. Um, over here, people see me in the street and they they um, they think that I'm an Arab. And and I tell them, don't insult me, all right? Um, it, before, I, I would have loved it because I was an Arab because I don't know my family history, okay? Maybe I'll say it. I have no idea, but because of... Uh, slavery, and our names were taken away from us, and, you know, new identities and what have you, uh, in America, the blacks in America. Um, so I would have loved to go say yes, yes, I'm Arab, I'll say it, or uh, this or that. But now, uh, you no, know, I look at the Arabs and they're, they're so feminine now. They have mm. no, they have no, they have no, they have no, there's no testosterone in their body. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we invite, we're, we're supposed to go, we're supposed to go to a, to the Jews, invite them to the dean. Uh, if they don't accept, we ask them for the ginger, and if not, we settle with the sword. There is no fourth option. I don't mm. understand it. Exactly. All right, to play it safe. How do you play it safe? <laughs> Sahaba played it safe? <laughs> well, mm. in 30 years, the, the dean went from Mecca, Medina, and to halfway around the world, all the way to Europe, mm. China, to the edge of uh, Africa, all the way to Europe, and look at now. We we can't we can't hold on to the property that we have instead of expanding. Mm. It's unbelievable! Unbelievable how powerful
0: we are. Mm. And I think they've realized that on the battlefield, when these believers, Muslimin, are in the minority, they're going to bring us down. That's their thinking. So over the years, realizing what the blunders were. So, backed by shaitan, who is the master behind all of this deviation, so he also inspires them and tells them that, look, don't do it this way now. You're going to lose. Definitely. Why don't you work on the minds of people? Al-ghazul fikri. It is the bombardment of thoughts, the psychological war on mankind. So, now the iman of People are weak. The Arabs, us in general. So as we are speaking now, just thinking, you know, last time we spoke about the masjid. Alhamdulillah, today Fajr Salah time. I I, I thought it's almost Maghrib time because Maghrib Salah the masjid is full, and it was fuller than normal. I, I I thought, is it a big day or what's happening today? But Alhamdulillah, probably, you know, the build up to Ramadan it's as improving in our masjid at least. But I'm just saying that this bombardment of thoughts, kufr, ideas, all of this a gradual approach is the plan of shaitan. And we've seen it now in our schools as well. Actually, you just think to yourself, now when I look back, how, your chances of coming out from a school with belief is very seldom. Because of, as already as you signed up for that, you've signed up for everything that comes with it. So now in South Africa, I'm sure you've heard of the bellable which they want to introduce. You um, have yeah. to, you basically, as a parent, you have no right of your child. You cannot say anything. So wh- why don't we pose this question to them then and say, you know what, you're taking so much of responsibility, why don't you look after them also in the nourishment and nurturing them, all of this, here? Why, where are you then? Sponsoring all of this, of course, sponsoring schools—they'll be there with conditions, but this is the reality.
1: Yeah. Well, part of the problem with everything and the bombardment of ideas is the success that um, of the social media. Um, Mm -hmm. Back in '67 and and those other wars, '73 and the other wars. There was no social media, so we only got one side of the story. Mm. Now that we're getting both sides of the story, we're starting to feel a little triumphant. Mm. We're feeling a little happy that the truth is coming out and we're seeing uh, and hearing how so many non-Muslims are supporting and what have you. But that's not the way of the Muslim. The way of the Muslims is to pick up the sword and go kick some butt. <laughs> All right? Yeah, let them take some steel. Mm. Uh, We don't have no time to be, you know, bragging about, oh, yeah, I saw on What's Up, and I saw on uh, YouTube this and that, and I heard about this. How the heck was that, brother? Get (laughs) get your money together and fly over there, Mm. get a plane, and, you know, let's do some suicide bombing over there. Mm. Uh, It's a shame um, when I, I read about the jihad in Afghanistan against Russia, okay? And when uh, Osama was fighting over there, um, all I read was how the Arabs were some of the toughest fighters during that war, okay, Mm. during that struggle. But So so what's happening now? You you guys leave the Arab countries, go all the way to Afghanistan, fighting Russia with, with a lot of bravery and valor? But in your own backyard, you can't do anything against the Jews. What the mm. heck is going on here? What, what's mm. wrong with us? Mm. I moved That's this up. Mean, don't call me an Arab, especially now when I heard about today. He <laughs> said, you know, don't protest uh, over here in our This is a place of worship." You know so, what? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> the, um, what moves this up I was saying now about. Um Uh, the war on minds so and how they receiving now the other side of the story so i read yesterday in canada they unveiled a new law probably not a a new law but probably made it more specific where you cannot post harmful content on social media any person who does so they will um, take them to task and they will give, be given certain time to remove it. If they don't, then there will be consequences. So the question comes about what do you what's the definition of harmful content? <laughs> of,
1: course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right? If you draw cartoons of Prophet Muhammad's answer, this is freedom of speech. But if you deny the Holocaust, no this is harmful, harmful speech and hateful speech. And you'll be taken down. <laughs> so, so, who's the judge here? <laughs> that
0: that's their way of curtailing or putting restrictions on for the truth to come out. But uh, my, brother,
1: my, my brother, my um, brother Abdul Abdul Malik, who, he studied uh, in South Africa under um, Ahmed Dida um and learn this uh you know comparative religion, you know, debating uh, uh about the Bible and what have you. Uh but he, he talked about how in the American court system, all right, they bring out the Bible, which has Sharia in it, uh, it has law in it, right? Uh in the courtroom they bring out the Bible, you put your uh left hand on the Bible, all right, and you raise your right hand and you sway you tell the truth. Okay, and after you finish doing that, then they take the Bible and they put it in the drawer, mm. and they judge you on American law. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> right. so that, that is the same with what they're doing now in Canada. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I recall we when you know these hotels and that we never used to go before, so they used to have in the drawers this. They used to keep a Bible there and yeah, the, it, the crazy people the yeah, in
1: charge of doing that all over the world mm. in every hotel in the world
0: <laughs> but exactly but we wouldn't want the Quran to be there either way because it would just mean desecration of it because I, re- I recall uh, a lot uh, of Muslims Muslims so, want like that
1: Muslims want like the same thing though mm. they want Qurans put in the uh, hotel's office <laughs> Then, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh see, but
1: in, in in america you know you you go to a hotel you're a uh, non muslim taking girlfriend or a prostitute or whoever to a hotel and uh commit you know all right and then open up the drawer and look at the bible and start uh, feeling you know a little guilty and, and what have you and, <laughs> You sometimes maybe their life will change or maybe they'll go to church again or something like that. Uh, but but they don't, they don't uh, take a shower or, or clean up or anything like that. And you can imagine what would happen if, you know, if we
0: put Quran in there. Hmm. So. And I recall a lot of Muslims, what they used to do, and I'm not saying Muslims must do this, but they used to take the Bible, like, you know, the youngsters are crazy. They t- they used to take it and out of anger, they just threw it out of the window, and th- so because there's there's truth inside the Bible. Yeah, so you cannot I do ask, that. I just,
1: yeah, I asked Malawi guy about that, hmm. um, and and he said that uh, there's truth still inside of it, uh, and you should it should be touched with wisdom. Hmm. You should you should touch the Quran the same way when you uh, you should touch the Bible like you touch the Quran, okay? Uh, yes, we know there's mistakes, there's errors, there's lies, and all other stuff, but there is some word of God in it, and so therefore uh, it should be treated that way. Don't take it in the bathroom, don't hold it without reason, etc. So throwing it out from the window definitely is not.
0: Move this up. I've got uh, just quickly before I know the last few minutes we're going to discuss. But this is Biden's, he's all of a sudden, we were saying we're going to speak on the preparation for Ramadan. Looks like Biden is also preparing for Ramadan. Just hear his, his clip.
1: A, at least a principal agreement. There'll be a ceasefire while that takes place. Ramadan's coming up and there's been an agreement by the Israelis that they would not engage in activities during Ramadan as well, in order to give us time to get all the hostages out. That gives us time to begin to move in directions that a lot of Arab countries are prepared to move in. And in the meantime, there are too many innocent people that are being killed. And uh, Israel has slowed down the attacks in Rafah, they have to, and they've made a commitment to me, they're going to see to it that there's ability to evacuate significant portions of Rafah before they go and take out the remainder of Hamas. But,
0: it, but it's a process. So that's Biden, he's, he's worried and concerned about Ramadan, he's worried and concerned about the people of Gaza all of a sudden after he gave $14 billion sponsoring the rogue regime to attack more. An act.
1: Yeah. He said that they, they've slowed down their attack, the Jews, and slowed it down. But he didn't say they had changed their tactics. Hmm. Uh, so instead of bombing, you know, like 100 houses a day, uh, they're, they're bombing 50 houses a day. All right, But they're still bombing houses. They're still bombing churches. They're still bombing hospitals. They're still bombing schools. Uh, they're still killing reporters. So they slowed it down, but they haven't stopped or they haven't changed their tactics. And they, they still haven't caught uh, anybody from Hamas. All they've done is killed innocent civilians. Uh, so this, this type of, you know, presentation that he's giving, uh, it, it's a good press, uh, you know, press release. release. But this, when I noticed it, it's the same... For so many years in America, that when a holiday comes off, like Christmas, okay, um, fighting stops. During the Vietnam War, okay, now the Vietnamese, they weren't Christian, okay, but every Christmas, uh, there was like a two week uh, break in the fighting between the Vietnamese and America. And American, uh, like, uh, Singers and actors would go to uh, Vietnam, okay, and they would perform and play, sing songs and what have you, and entertain the troops. all right? And then when the new year would come in uh, and the ceasefire was over, then they'd go back to fighting and killing each other again. This is pretty much the same thing. Um, Biden has some, he has people that, they're writing speeches, okay? They're aware ever since nine they're aware of saying certain things and being aware of Ramadan because they have iftar. Washington has iftar party, okay? They're in the White House every year, okay? Where these uh, Uncle Tom uh, Muslims go there and sit down with president, whether it was Obama or... Bush or whatever, they're bombing Iraq, they're bombing Afghanistan, and we're breaking bread with them. We're having Islam in the White House, the Muslims. So this is no different. Uh, they're aware of what's going on with with Islam, so this sounds good, it sounds very nice uh, for for people to swallow, people who are not, you know, not really involved in this. But that's what, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm
0: this up in one minute can you just give us some inspiration for Ramadan inshallah will you have to do this next week or in time to come inshallah
1: inshallah uh, my, my, my first thing is my first thought is that um, Ramadan is the only time that most of us fast uh, most of the people only fast in Ramadan uh, so now it's uh, less than two weeks away or 5,000, look at your calendar, okay? See when the, the approximate days when Ramadan will start and when it will finish. And if you're a man and you have business and you travel outside of your city or out of your locale, uh, try to arrange that all of that is done before or after Ramadan. Don't travel in Ramadan. Hmm. You, you miss so much... Um, it's permissible, you know, to not to fast when you're on suffer, but it's not good to be on suffer in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. All right? Even when you make it up, you'll make it up on a day when it is not in Ramadan, and all the blessings in Ramadan won't be acquired when you make it up on that day. So clear up your calendar, uh, ladies, also, and and families if you plan on going on a uh, a holiday or something like this or a family gathering or something um, outside of the city. No, 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 no. Stay where you are. Try to create your calendar for the full 30 days so you can get your, uh, Tiwari, okay. From the same place or uh, same message. Okay. And like that, those, those are the two things I always think about. Prepare yourself mm. for the, for the passing by doing it on Monday, Thursday. Okay. And clearing your calendar so you don't travel. Okay, that was two,
0: two very big things to do. Jazakumullah <laughs> 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 khairan. Okay. for that. Yes, we indeed, inshallah, we will take heed of that. Inshallah, if possible, next week we will meet with you again if you are free, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Make dua for us okay. and uh, assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi <laughs> wa <laughs> barakatuh. <laughs> wa Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.